0: The Florida Panthers are through 24 games of 82 in this 2023-24 season, so it, it is now a great opportunity for a quarter-season check-in with the radio play-by-play voice of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans.
1: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to this Tuesday, December 5th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're to your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from the Hockey News, and you can follow me on X at MonoMan12. Follow the show account on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. And today's episode is brought to you by... Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONHL for $20 off your first purchase at Game Time. So, Florida Panthers fans, the Panthers were off on Monday, and it is a great time, once again, like I said at the top of the show, for a c- season check-in, uh, as uh, a, and a great conversation that I had with the radio play-by-play voice of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans, just a little bit of the topics that you will be hearing for for this conversation if you are listening to this on audio today we're going to be d- discussing biggest takeaways of the season uh compare kind of the starts of the 1996 97 season coming off a Stanley Cup final appearance how they compare and also for the Panthers with the injuries Aaron Ekblad and M- Brandon Montour being back with with the with the Panthers and now taking a big load with the with the time on ice it's just the the, a guy who's there every day in Doug Plagans gets to see it firsthand about how much this team and these players train night in and night out to to obtain the ultimate goal of getting a Stanley Cup even though they fell short last year and the the injuries and the and putting your body on the line as well so it's it was a really great conversation and really big points that uh, Doug Plagans made on on the show when discussing those those two we're also discussing about uh, the Bennett Bennett how healthy he is and when that when that second line does get more production when Matthew Kachuk does start getting going but without further ado we are going to get to our conversation with the radio play-by-play voice of the Florida Panthers Doug Plagins and now here on the locked on florida panthers podcast joining us for this quarter-ish season check-in he is the play-by-play voice of the florida panthers for the florida panthers radio network and the host of the territory talk podcast and the panthers insider show on the florida panthers radio network he is doug Plagans. doug welcome back to the show my friend
1: Thanks very much for having me as always. I think uh, the last time I was on was sometime when we were previewing the season, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Around July, August yep. area. So we'll
1: check it now it's a little bit of a check-in at the,
0: uh, as you said, the quarter ish point of the season. Yep. It's quarter quarter ish to be exact. If we want to be exact, it's 29.3% of the season with 24 out of uh, 82. If you're doing that calculation here at home for those listening. So ish, that's why that's, you see it as the title, but Doug, Man, the Florida Panthers, uh, uh, with with their with their record where where they are through the season and just thir- thirty points through twenty four games, I want to ask you, what is your biggest takeaway of this uh this season? We can't call it young anymore uh, with with this Panthers uh, team. What are your biggest takeaways?
1: Yeah, we can't really call it just the the start of the season. The Panthers had a good start of the season, but plain and simple, this is just a good hockey team. This is. This is a team that, as we expected, they're going to be in the contending mix in the Eastern Conference for the next number of years to come. And I think the biggest takeaway, plain and simple, they picked right up where they left off last spring. And I think you could see the hunger was there. Obviously, the motivation was there, everything coming into the year. But this is a resilient team, as we've seen. They went the first up until that uh, November, I believe, 17th game in Anaheim. I think that game was the first one that they actually had Barkov, Bennett, Ekblad, Montour all in the lineup to start a game. And then Barkov left that game, missed a couple. So they're still just getting going as far as having the full complement of players is concerned. But this team's put itself into a great spot in the standings. They've had a good start. They've established themselves as one of the teams to beat in not just the Eastern Conference, but in the National Hockey League. And, uh, you know, over the course of the second half, I know the Boston Bruins have had a great start to the year, too. They've had a great first, uh, you know, quarter to one third of the season. But the Panthers are still within striking distance of that top spot in the Atlantic if they're able to, you know, get on a little bit of of a run. And it wouldn't even take all that much. I believe at the time we're doing this, the Panthers are just seven points back of Boston with about two-thirds of the schedule still to play. So, again, they have the uh, ability to not only catch them, but uh, they put themselves in just a a great spot in the standings. And like I said, I I think the biggest thing that you can look at, and I'm not exactly breaking ground when I say this, but this is a team that has put itself into a great spot and picked right up where it left off last spring. And we knew this was going to be a team that was going to be good for a long time. We knew that that experience last spring – even though defeat in the Cup final certainly stung, it was going to be an experience that was going to benefit everybody uh, for the next number of years to come. So this Panthers team is is poised to to be one of the uh, one of the top teams in the East and the entire NHL.
0: Like I said, for the next several years, no doubt. And uh, crazy what a run can build. I, I've said that. Uh, plenty of times on the show, but even going back to what your broadcast partner, Billy Lindsey has said over and over, whether it's been on Panthers insider or territory talk, or even during your, your broadcast, he spoke about the, where, how they started coming out of the 96 season. And I actually looked up the schedule mm. on hockey reference through 24 games. There are 15, three and six, but that six in that era of, of the NHL is ties, not over overtime losses. So a little, so they're kind of around that area-ish uh, as, as far as the that mark. So so it's crazy what the momentum, the positive momentum that it's brought. We're going to pause this conversation with the radio play-by-play voice of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans, to tell you all about today's sponsor, Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish that you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league you need indeed indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it do it all with indeed find top talent fast with indeed suite of powerful hiring tools like indeed instant match assessment and virtual interviews with instant match as soon as you sponsor a post you get a short list of quality candidates whose resume in indeed On Indeed, matches your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed knows when you're growing a team and your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost for application not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need indeed but uh going back to november 17th yeah barkov went out in that game in, in that game uh for for the panthers josh mahura actually went down the the game before for, no. for the panthers and then you look at the very next day the the blue line uh, the, the injuries from the blue line they come back brandon montour aaron eckblatt montour's time on ice as far as the difference average time on ice is only five second difference from eight games this year to to his eighty games last season, uh, seventeen shots on goal. And Aaron Eckblad, my goodness, he is getting the puck to the net, and he and he is uh, and he's doing well in in transition and the stretch passes out of, out of the zone as well. And hockey IQ just doesn't go away just because you're sidelined for a long time. And and that's and that's what I take away from those blue liners. As far as what you've seen from those guys coming being back in the lineup, what what is the biggest benefit that you're seeing with those two?
1: Well, the and Paul Maurice spoke a lot about this, but when you get guys like that back in who are all world players, they're elite and they do everything. They're out there in every part of the game, and they're able to enhance every part of your game. I mean, the the breakouts breakouts improve, pucks to the net improve. Brandon Montour, you know, all world skater, Aaron Ekblad, that he's going to be out there on the on the power play. So is Montour. They're both going to be doing. All different, uh, all different things in all different parts of the game, and when you can plug two guys in like that, especially when the team was rolling along like it was, you know, in the first little bit of the season, it's a huge luxury. Everybody across the league, there's a reason defensemen are always at the at such a premium. Uh, you know, they're such a huge part of every hockey team. I think the biggest thing, though, you look at you look at getting those guys back, and like I said, these are these are all star caliber players, Brandon Montour and Aaron Eckblad. But getting those guys back would would deepen, would help any hockey team. But you get those guys back in, it just makes the team that much deeper. Depth is so important, uh, you know, in the National Hockey League. So you plug those guys in, it's going to help everybody, um, and it's going to help every part of the game. And I think the other part you can't overlook here, though, huge credit to to Bill Zito and the Hockey Operations Department for identifying some guys to bring in to help – I guess ease that blow as much as you could early in the year without players like that in the lineup, what Dmitry Kulikov's been able to do. And, you know, seeing Uvis Belinskis, who we really didn't know anything about coming into the season, come in and play a nice role for this team. And, um, you know, all different, uh, all the, everything that went into weathering that storm for the first bit of the year, I always talk about it. You and I have talked about it here on this show, you need to be able to go maybe 30, maybe 35 players deep over the course of a season if you're going to endure the 82-game grind and then make a deep playoff run. It takes a lot more than those 23 on the roster when things start, and the Panthers have already demonstrated just how important depth is. But getting Eckblad and Montour back, like I said, you can't put a price on that. Those two guys are, are irreplaceable, and the Panthers did the best job anybody could have of keeping things rolling along while two players of that ilk were, uh, were out of the lineup. So it's, it's been really impressive to see, like I said, what they're able to do in the back end, and to be able to see the guys that uh, Bill Zito and the, and the hockey ops department were able to identify and bring in to help this team along early in the year.
0: Yeah. And you think about how, even, even though Mike Riley played two games gets claimed off, of, off of waivers for, 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 um, for um, the New York Islanders claimed them. And, and you think about, uh, thankfully for the Panthers Uvis is waivers exempt and all that stuff so you don't need to worry about that but then if you were to have that situation where Uvis is in and then you don't you don't have to make the difficult you don't have to make the difficult decision for the Panthers to put Josh Mahura on on waivers because the Panthers claimed though when he when his pri- when his stock wasn't high now that w- with a Stanley Cup final you're definitely not making that move if you're the Florida Panthers as well so that's also great to see what happens when you have that depth along the roster, and then you're plugging in that seventh defenseman every single, uh, not every single game, but here and there for for the Panthers. So it's great to also uh, for the def- um, D pairs as well that that debt is there. But I also wanted to go to uh, uh, the Sam Bennett. I want to talk about Sam Bennett uh, struggle with injuries, uh, re- really. Uh, and last, second to last preseason game, gets hurt. Doesn't come back until that first uh, road game in Boston, only plays eight minutes, gets her, gets hurt, gets tangled up, and then and then comes back a, a few a uh, few weeks later. But man, I am I am the the points might not doesn't say the whole thing. Yeah, he got two two goals on the road trip. But how his skating, he looks so confident, he looks healthy, the way his north-south game is going when he enters through the zone is just incredible. And even that line of Verhage, Bennett, and Kachuk, 59% Corsi 4 percentage, even though their goal differential is at zero right now at five on five. I'm re- I'm really liking what I'm seeing at the uh, as far as Sam Bennett, as far as his confidence skating through the zone, and and Matthew Kachuk has yet to break out uh, big time this season. He just uh, he just broke a 10-game goal goalless uh, drought, but I, I want I want you to I want to give you the floor on Sam Bennett and how confident is he's looking and even though and what that second line could be when Kachuk gets going
1: well I guess going off a couple things on that what you just mentioned those guys have had a lot of success playing together going back to last season that trio is outstanding all three very unique players in their own right but they're able to blend and they all do something different on the ice in Matthew's case leading the team in shots on net has been from the outset and I've been saying it all along because he's been around a point of game all season long at some point He's going to have one of those stretches where you know over a, over a two week span he scores seven or eight goals and you know just uh, all of a sudden you know pucks start going in for him because um, again he's getting tons of chances and he's uh, he's been leading the team in shots right from the get go and he had a had a nice one there against the New York Islanders last time out despite the fact the Panthers came up uh, just short in that one but but that line as a whole everything they do is. Like, all three of those guys just play a different brand, but they gel so well. Sam Bennett is one of the most unique centermen in the National Hockey League. I remember seeing him back when he was a Calgary Flame early in his career, and I just loved what I saw out of Sam Bennett. Loved the way that he played. And now that he's a Panther, first of all, happy that he's on the Panthers' side now, but he, he can, he's a, he's a good passer. He gets to the net. He's got a good shot. As you mentioned, he's got great speed, but he plays with that edge. And I think he really keeps opponents honest, keeps opponents on their, on their toes a little bit, because I mean, you saw in the conference final last year, how hard he can hit you if he catches you behind the net with your head down. Um, You know, he had that one big hit on Jacob Slavin, for example, in the Eastern Mm -hmm. conference final. So he is a, he's a guy that I think, uh, the opposition has to really account for Sam Bennett in a number of different ways. Uh, he's, he plays a really hard-nosed physical brand of hockey. You have to be aware of that. But if you're, if you're careless with the puck, he'll capitalize, he'll hurt you. You saw that, uh, you know, and he gets in on that forecheck and the Panthers, this, this team's identity, so much of it is the forecheck get to the puck quickly forcing defensemen uh, from the opposition into uncomfortable situations. Sam Bennett's front and center with that. We've seen it so many times over his time as a Panther. um, He gets to guys quickly and he forces uh, opposing defensemen into making mistakes, forces guys into uncomfortable spots. And when he gets in there and does that, there's a chance that if it's not him – the puck could be turned over to a guy like Carter Hagee or a guy like Matthew Kachuk. And uh, that's going to be dangerous on the opposition too. So love what that line's done. Uh, like I said, uh, I, uh, Matthew Kachuk's been right there at a point of game all season long or right there close to it. And uh, and at some point, like I said, he's going to have one of those weeks where uh, everything starts going in the net. And then, uh, and then for Sam Bennett, when he's out there, he is a really different dimension, a really unique player on the Panthers side. Not a lot of guys in the league, Especially sentiment, there aren't a lot of them like Sam Bennett. Panthers are lucky to have one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. And uh, I also, and also part of their identity is just the their is protecting the middle of the ice as well. When it comes to when when it when it comes to so, shot suppression for the Florida Panthers, and it's been great the fact that goalies have time time to react and to and to get a whistle when when necessary. And also uh, for the for the Panthers, I spoke about this on yesterday's show about the. PK streak uh, coming to uh, to an end, um, unfortunately for the Panthers. But man, uh, what the what the Panthers have been able to do in the month of November, and also, yes, health has a, is a big factor as far as that. But as far as putting the right players together, as far as as as, as that, especially in the foot, especially the forwards. You, I want I, I really want to spend time talking about even the the non-household names for the Panthers. The guys like a Kevin Stenlin. Ryan Lomberg as well and even even the quiet guys doing it like an etulus terrain and, and and an Anton Lundell. Uh, I, I know I know the 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 high the guys who are gonna get the most credit are Barkoff and Reinhardt there but how, how about those other guys as far as the Panthers on how they've done with 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 the penalty kill especially recently
1: yeah, I talked to Paul Maurice about this the other day, and for one, I mean, they're getting to, they're getting pucks quickly. They're pressuring the opposition in a hurry. And Paul Maurice mentioned it, it's like a power play, the penalty kill. So much of it is based on you know confidence and comfort. And there were some new faces in the lineup, but Etu Lewostery and Kevin Stenlund, for example, those two have been a forward duo on the penalty kill from the outset, and now clearly. They are uh, they have a good bond they have a good chemistry they're used to each other because they've been you know two of the go-to guys on this penalty kill and I think it leads to Kevin Sten I, I think I see one of the other bullet points that we're going to discuss here in a little bit and I think Kevin Stenlin would fit uh, pretty nicely under the uh, unsung hero category here early in the year but he's come in and done an outstanding job and if you remember last year Ets Lewis and Eric Stahl were a duo on the on the mm-hmm. penalty kill really for the bulk of the season and and then Kevin Stenlin's come in now, and he's formed a, a great duo with Etu. They're both uh, they're both lengthy guys out there on the ice. They're both smart players, great defensive awareness. They're great at clogging lanes. So um, those two are front and center in it. But everybody who's had a hand in this penalty kill, I mean, that recent road trip to Canada, the Panthers were 18 for 18 over a three-game yeah. span. Uh, it's one of those things where once a penalty kill gets rolling and guys are comfortable and guys are confident, it just it just becomes a real strength and it has become a, a real strength for this team. And again, uh, you, it's it's funny with penalty kills. You don't want to have to use them because that means somebody's in the box. But if you need to, it's great to have that comfort level. And you pick up a lot of momentum too. I, I think a lot of people may not realize when you do get rolling on the penalty kill when you have a big kill, uh, depending on what point what point in the game it is. I mean, any, any penalty kill is big but you get one at a critical point in the hockey game, it can really be a big momentum booster for a team. So this is something that's going to be a a huge part of this Panthers group the rest of the year. And and like I said, right now they're as comfortable and as confident as anybody could be in that situation. Kind uh, Kind of embodies this Panthers team in a way. Going back to last year, I think one of the key attributes to this team is these Panthers are maybe most comfortable when a lot of other teams would be uncomfortable and uh, whether it's you know facing adversity clawing back in hockey games in the case of last year uh, putting together that second half to to grab a playoff spot it's just in the dna of this team to uh, to respond in tough situations and it just makes sense that they would be a great team on the penalty kill and that looks like what they're going to be here moving forward
0: we're going to pause this conversation with the radio play-by-play voice of the florida panthers doug to tell you all about today's sponsor game time and you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. GameTime is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. GameTime gu- uh, takes the guesswork out of buying ticket. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without the hidden fees. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the, it's the place to find last minute tickets. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of eighty percent savings. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Returns apply. Again, create, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets? lowest price guaranteed yeah and and i also think about the most recent power plays that they've played uh against like the toronto maple Leafs, mm-hmm. who were second in the nhl last year who have a whole bunch of offensive firepower edmonton not too long ago i know edmonton is going through their struggles and and, and all and, and and the panthers are doing it as well with those guys but also as far as with going back to what you said about the bullet points unsung here is we you we mentioned kevin Stenlin, but man nico mikola is another one for for the panthers yeah. i mean his spot really hasn't been moved uh he had, ever since even with the reinforcements coming back he's still steady presence the uh, ha, and something we spoke about long reach for nico mikola is 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 uh is is a big one as far as whenever there's a zone entry you poke it out and you have to you have you ha, you have the opposition a bit disruptive and 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 having to reset and all and I think that's big even even if it looks like he's getting beat sometimes it's he's not always beat whenever he has that long reach that he does have he's come in this season
1: and led the team and block shots really from the get-go so he's he's uh, been able to hold it down in a key part of the hockey game there but Paul Maurice mentioned it in regards to Nico Mikla this was a few weeks ago but he said that Nico's come in and he He just plays exactly the way that they want to play. And so he's come in and just fit right into this whole scheme seamlessly. And we had him on the broadcast the other night uh, after the first period, and he just talked about how much uh, he's enjoyed playing with Brandon Montour. But I, I think Nico could be one of those defensemen that would probably fit pretty seamlessly playing with just about anybody, especially he's a great fit to play with a guy like Brandon Montour, somebody who likes to jump up in the play. And Nico's the perfect, you know, uh, guy who's always, always back there as the, uh, you know, the safety valve, if you will. But at the same time, he's a guy that could fit in, I think, with any defense partner. He's looks like he's going to be a, a great duo with Brandon Montour. Leads the team in block shots. He plays a physical style, too. And it's a it's not the physical style where, you know, you, you have to uh, – where he's going to be – it's it's a different kind of physical style, whereas he's he's the guy that's going to be leaning on you, the big body that's going to lean on you, takes up room. He's tough to move. He'll move you away from the front of the net. He's just so positionally sound. He's always in the right spot. Uh, this was a great pickup over the summer by Bill Zito and a guy that the Panthers identified to have in the fold now for a few years. Uh, he's going to be able to grow with this team. He's going to be able to be part of uh, of the the core here, if you will, and, uh, and just plays a brand of hockey, like I said, that any team would be happy to have. Uh, guys like that, shutdown-type defensemen, everybody always wants them. I know the guys that get the points, the guys that move the puck up quickly that are known for the offensive side of the game too, maybe get some of the headlines. But hey, don't underestimate Nico Mikola's offensive ability either. We've seen a real ability to make a pass, get pucks to the net, and he's got a real knack for knowing when to jump up and create a passing lane for one of his uh, one of his teammates. Had a two-goal game there not too long ago. So he's got a good knack for offense that maybe goes a little bit under the radar that's maybe uh, a little bit underappreciated. But he's one of those guys that moves well for a big guy. You, you look at every part of his game, um, again, for a guy, a big 6'5 defenseman, he doesn't have any holes in his game. And this was a great pickup for the for the Panthers. And go from one six-five guy to the other, Kevin Stenland. I have to bring him up again. But huge part of the penalty kill. He's been at or over 55% in the face-off circle all season long. So he's been one of the uh one of the best face-off guys, if not the top faceoff guy by percentage on this Panthers team. That still does mean a lot. And he's chipped in six goals already this season. So uh, and he's out there late in hockey games when the Panthers have a, you know, a, a slim lead and they're looking to lock it down late in the game. Kevin Stenlin has uh, typically been one of the guys who's been out there on the ice to be one of the closers, if you will, for this team. So he's both of those guys have been, like I said, guys that, uh, and, and they're perfect for this category, guys that maybe don't get the headlines, but they've been hugely
0: instrumental in helping this team get the record that it has here early in the year. Yeah. those. Key def- defensive draws, just chipping it out of the zone, uh, taking 15 seconds off the clock even when there's an extra attacker for the opposition, uh, just a great situation. And, 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 you, great. and you,
1: can't, you can't teach and you can't coach being 6'5 and being tough to move out there. And, uh, and when you're that big and you use, use your body effectively the way that those guys do, opponents are going to have a hard time with you. Like I said, there's and Paul Maurice has talked about this, there's different kinds of physicality in the game. And the mm. way those guys lean on opponents, and and the way that they position themselves, they can wear teams down because of the fact that they're just they're tough to deal with out there when they're out mm. there at, uh, at six five with the reach that they've got, and and the way that they play their position. So they've been hugely important to this team.
0: Thankfully, you can't coach size, which is such a great benefit that the Florida Panthers do have on their roster. And like you said, credit to the front office for identifying that and and bringing more beef to this uh, roster o- over. The offseason, that's where the Florida Panthers uh, finding themselves at 14, eight and two through 24 games of the season. So, Doug, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Not only tell uh, us where we where people can follow you online, but maybe some programming uh, um, as far as the upcoming Panthers game on Wednesday against the Dallas Stars. Oh yeah. We've always got
1: all kinds of stuff coming up uh, for one for the game against Dallas. And, and this one's a real, this is a big test. This is a big measuring stick game. This is a, mm-hmm. a Western conference heavyweight. And you know, if the, if the Panthers are fortunate enough to get back to the cup final, Dallas is in that they're, they're the type of team that the Panthers could run into if they're able to get back to the cup final again in 20, in 2024, that Dallas team is that good. So, uh, so this is a big matchup and Hey, 10,000 uh, mini Aaron Eckblad bobbleheads are going to be handed out uh, on Wednesday night, too. So I know a lot of folks love the bobbleheads. Come and get that. Uh, hope to see you there on Friday. And then Sydney Crosby and company coming in on uh, on Friday night. So you don't want to miss that either. Wednesday, Friday, a couple of big games before the Panthers go out on their longest road trip of uh, of the season, I believe. That five-gamer that starts mm-hmm. in Columbus and goes out west and through western Canada. but. Uh, coming up uh, on Wednesday, Panthers and the Stars we will have you covered on AM790WAXY for all the action if you're in Miami-Dade and Broward counties. Everybody can always tune in on 1230 The Gambler in the Palm Beaches, 100.3 Thunder Country in the Keys, Real Radio 1017 up in the Treasure Coast, Uh, an affiliate with us, uh, the back, uh, I should say, an affiliate who's on board with us now uh, for this year. So uh, lots of different places across the region that you can tune in. Channel 932 on your SiriusXM app. If if you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you may not even know it, but you do have the SiriusXM app where you can get it. And channel 932 is always the Panthers game, and it's always our broadcast. So that's one way to just take the guesswork out of it if, you know, there's station conflicts, things like that. But I also have to mention the new Panthers app. If you don't have it, first of all, what are you waiting for? That We're we're 24 games into the season. Get the Panthers app. But at the same time, on the Panthers app, the main screen, there's a little button in the top right corner that says radio. And, again, takes all the guesswork out of it that'll take you right to our broadcast. So it just makes it that, that easy. There you have it right there. Perfect example. That little button there that, uh, that your, your fingers next to, yeah, you can, you hit that and it'll take you right to the, uh, right to our broadcast. So again, if there's station conflicts, I realize in the region, there's a ton going on in the fall. That'll take you right to our game. And, and if you're tuning into our broadcast, first of all, I got to say, uh, huge thanks to everybody who's tuned in. It means the world to us. It means more than you'll ever know. And, uh, and I realize that uh, across our region, especially in the fall, there's a ton going on. So the fact that you choose to uh, spend some time on the air, listening to us, it just, uh, it just
0: means a ton. So thank you. And it's uh, and with the, with the big start and once football season is ending, man, what, 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 what what a great, what, a great opportunity for South Florida to really dig Mm. into this. And, and I, I mean, I think you're pretty happy as well with your uh, Detroit lions, what's going on there as as well. So they've been
1: a lot of fun. They've been a lot of fun. And like I said, uh, I've said the same thing about the Panthers a lot over the last couple of years, but uh, I feel pretty good saying that this, this group of Detroit lions is going to be good for, for a a few years to come. I don't think this is going to be a short-term thing or a flash in the pan. I think, uh,
0: I think this version of the Detroit Lions is going to be pretty competitive here for a few years. With former interim head coach of the Miami Dolphins, Dan Campbell, mind you. You've got to mention that for, for sure. But What a job,
1: Doug. What a job he's done, just uh, <laughs> changing the DNA of, uh, mm-hmm. of everything there. So, it's
0: yeah, it's been a lot of fun to watch. For, for sure. But Doug, thank you so much, and I will see you next time, my friend. Maybe at the halfway uh, point we can do a check-in, maybe. so. Sounds great to
1: me. So, Sounds
0: great to me. Always happy to come on. Thanks for having me, as always. Awesome, Doug. Thank you so much. Thank you. And once again, thank you for the radio play-by-play voice of the Florida Panthers, Doug Plagans, for joining me on today's uh, show. I'm very thankful to get his insight as he gets to see the this Florida Panthers team day in and day out. So want to make a correction on something that I said on Monday's show for today. The Florida Panthers will actually be practicing at Amherst Bank Arena on Tuesday uh, at 11 a.m., not at the Coral Springs ice den. So want to make a correction there. And also, we will find out more of an injury update to Josh Mahura and Yona Gajevic. And the, once again, the great thing for the Florida Panthers is that even when there are injuries, whether it's Yona with as far as the 13th forward or Josh Mahura it be, swi- being switched in and out with possibly Dmitry Kulikov as the seventh defenseman, Great situation that the Florida Panthers, with the depth that they have, that they continue uh, their winning ways. But And those guys being healthier is only going to be beneficial for the Panthers. And on tomorrow's show, it's going to be a Winans Wednesday edition of the show where Jacob Winans and myself will be previewing the Florida Panthers versus Dallas Stars game on Wednesday from Amrit Bank Arena. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown for the Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network, including Locked on HL, Locked on Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Sarah Roden, and Locked on NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Lockdown for the Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Ronda Velez with Doug Plagueins. And you've been listening to Locked On for the Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On podcast network. We're your team. Every day.